listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Castle After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Castle After Show. And we are doing, Bingus we're doing, and we're doing another episode here of Castle Season 5, Episode 23, titled Human Factor. I'm your host, Bam Erickson, and it is my pleasure to introduce the rest of the hosts. Yes, hi everybody, I am Paige Sullivan. And I'm Larice Shamar. And Samara, she's not here with us, but she will definitely be, she'll definitely be be back with us uh, uh, next week for Castle season finale of season five. So tonight's episode was I felt it was very intense. What did you guys think? Yeah, it was a doozy. I kept saying it, this is like a heavy murder. Mm-hmm. It was an, an intense murder. I actually like this episode because it's different from all the rest of them. It's kind of like laughter and play, but this one it really got down to a murder this time. Mm-hmm. What I liked about it, it had it had certain elements of the the things that we normally see. Like whenever there's a, a, there, whenever there's a murder that goes on, it transitions right into Castle doing something, which you know he was playing the um, the the remote control games. The armor then, tank. <laughs> yeah, but then there were some different uh, elements of it as um, as far as Castle and Beckett is concerned. Like when the murder is going. It goes continuously. There was a break, and there was a break in the the murder where the two of them were actually at home in bed, sleep, and then they get a call from Ryan, and that's not something that we normally see. The murder kind of goes mm-hmm. until it's over, and then there's you know an illusion of maybe there's dinner or something, but we've never really seen that. So there were some changes in tonight's episode as far as the the structure but then there was things that were traditional so I, I that's what I, I appreciated about it yeah and also a lot of times what we'll see is there'll be like two stories intertwined mm-hmm. you know it'll be either a castle and beckett thing or um yeah. you know an esposito thing and this time it was kind of just the one plot it was mm-hmm. just the murder and there wasn't any side stuff happening until the very end mm-hmm. but that was like when the murder had already concluded mm-hmm. and so Normally, when we're breaking this down, we're, like, really trying to figure out where to touch base, and it's hard because the story's intertwined so Mm -hmm. much. But in this one, it was really just direct, you know, get to business for the Castle crew. Yeah, I thought it was just kind of, like, cute overall with Castle kind of, like, playing his army tank. And then, you know, how he kind of takes the tank into the room and telling her, like, yeah, you know— I like the, what you have on. Yeah, she kind of comes out her little section, like trying to figure out what to wear to work and everything. And then the, when they actually when they're in the bed, and you know she's kind of like have the tank on the bed, and you know with the flying remote control helicopter and Castle just being like, "Yeah, I was trying to protect you." Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, it's like the lightheartedness of that. But then overall, the murder and the case, it was, it was like it was real intense. Speaking of bedroom, I thought she looked hot oh, when yeah. she came out when she came <laughs> out in her in her lingerie and. I noticed that 
they've kind of changing her up just a little bit as far as her style is concerned. Like there's some parts, there's sometimes where she's um, more wearing more revealing type of outfits, you know, now that she's in a relationship. And, and so I, I thought that was good. But it is different because a lot of times we've seen her in bed kind of like in a baggy sweatshirt or T-shirt mm-hmm. yeah. and like yeah. shorts yeah. Um, or sweatpants. And this yeah. time she did look really cute uh, and she was getting ready for work. So that was that was a different look for her, yeah. for sure. And she looks good as always. So Yeah, I think she's just hot. Yeah. Yeah. And the jacket with the, the leather. I loved that <laughs> yeah. jacket. She looked good. Yeah, she is. They really have... She's come full circle because at first she was just kind of like a cop. And now she's she's always been a good-looking cop. But now she's very – she's got touches of femininity in her outfit choices. Mm-hmm. I think um, a little more style. I think it's because of the relationship with Castle, though. Yeah. I, I think that has really have drawn her to be more of the feminine side and not just to be that tough, tough cop. Yeah. I Which, mean, sometimes she still looks – not dowdy, but you know when she's like wearing turtlenecks with the jacket, and you're like, yeah. oh, "Come on, girl." It's New York is cold. It's cold, but it's not. You know, you can still look yeah. good. Wear a scarf. But <laughs> definitely because she's she's in relationship with a uh, cast, so she's kind of had to judge her. You know her fashion, her style up a little bit, make it a little more sexy. I don't think she has to do that for Castle. I think she's feeling more confident in mm-hmm. herself, and she's broken down all these barriers because she was a very closed off person. Mm-hmm. And when you open up your personality, then you open up other aspects of your life too. So she's kind of, when you feel good, you look good. You know what I mean? Do I look good? <laughs> yeah, you look good. All right. <laughs> but uh, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad that she's kind of really starting to feel her fem- femininity and the fact that she's not wearing sweats and sweatpants to bed. Because I'm pretty sure as a man, I wouldn't want my woman to come to bed every day with like sweats and a sweatshirt. Not every day, but please. I'd be like, Baby, please. Oh, no. How much money do you think she has to be buying lingerie for every <laughs> night of the week? I mean, what do you wear? No. Exactly. <laughs> It doesn't cost that much for lingerie. <laughs> okay. Well, we're not going to talk about it because we're just going to agree to disagree on right. that point. <laughs> okay. What we, what we can agree is on is this murder. Yes. yes. Yeah. The murder was intent. It was the entire episode. There was That was really the, the true story. So yes. let's dive into the murder. Yes. So we have this man, Dale Tanner. We don't know him at first. Yeah. And so he's kind of helping a little boy on the sidewalk. And then he gets into his car and his car... Boom, blows up. But he's eyeing this black vehicle, and he keeps checking it and, you know, seeing what's happening. And you think something's about to go down. I did yeah. not see his car blowing up. I didn't see that coming at all. But You called I it. I did. did I was you? Like, you yeah, it. I said it's a car bomb. I said it's a bomb. I think you did say that. <laughs> I, I just didn't see that. I thought they were, like, going to follow him or, you know, abduct him real quick and disappear like that. But, whew, yeah. so that bomb went off. But by the time... And like you were saying, it kind of paralleled Castle was playing with that machine and blowing things up in his mm-hmm. living room. Yeah. Um, and then they got, and he says something about a bomb, and then they get the call about the car bomb. He's like, a car bomb? Like he had predicted <laughs> it or something. Yeah. But so they go there, and this is where it gets crazy is because the FBI has confiscated everything, and they're not really allowed to do anything. They can't talk to witnesses. They can't have the guy's ID. They have access to basically nothing. And that made me hesitant you know, I was kind of concerned. And it, it, I know everybody always wonders about, like, government conspiracies and things. And mm-hmm. that's why I was like, wow, I can't believe Castle's kind of taking this on. Mm-hmm. And I was worried that they were going to say, you know, this is what the government's doing. And I was going to say this is a really Weird. intense mm-hmm. thing for them to be doing. But I thought the way uh, Beckett and her crew, the way they went about certain things, mm-hmm. like was it Esposito who had found the wallet, the wallet, the wallet. Mm-hmm. you know, so. it's kind of weird and random though. 
How is your wallet like? Well, when it blew up, it just flew out of the car. Like maybe he's one of those guys you're not supposed to sit on your wallet in the car, guys, because you'll throw off your back and your hips, and you're gonna have problems later in life. So that's maybe, what's wrong with me? yeah. So, <laughs> so he probably maybe. I'm figuring. I mean, he did blow up, so I don't know. Um, mm. But maybe he took his wallet out or kept it in his jacket pocket, and just from the force of the explosion, it was tossed pretty far. Yeah, that's kind of... Yeah, that makes sense. Now. You know, because if it was in his butt pocket, it wouldn't make sense, but maybe if he did take it out or, you know... Yeah. I'm sure the writers would have an answer for us. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe it is my answer. I don't know. Um, but so, yes, yeah, so that's how we get the clues, and we're slowly, by, yeah. little by little, gathering clues in, you know, a unique way because they can't go about it the normal way. Mm-hmm. But I even think it's crazy that they confiscated the the car. Like, they wouldn't let them do anything. I wasn't surprised about that because no. when it's FBI, there's kind of a, there's kind of a conflict between this. It's like the two don't like each other. And so the FBI obviously wouldn't want them to be involved in any aspect. So I would expect them to take the car because that's where I, I would expect the car. But... Mm-hmm. For them to find the wallets, because the explosion was so so huge, yeah. that was able to lead them to be able to f- have their own investigation while the FBI was doing their own thing. But normally, like in cases like that, because the FBI do kind of have like more power than any like jurisdiction or any county cop. But for the same reasons that they continue to have their own investigation, but normally in cases the FBI have them shut down their investigation and they mm-hmm. do their own separate investigation. Well, because they didn't take no, because they didn't take over the investigation. They just took everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think they were saying because I was thinking that too. But but yeah. I think the FBI was confiscating everything for purposes of what he knew about the FBI, and they mm-hmm. wanted to find out more about that. They didn't care about how, why he was killed or how he yeah. was killed. Yeah, I think they just cared about what he knew. Um, which leads us to, you know, we met his family, and apparently he has this website called Whistleblower Anonymous, Anonymous where yeah. he leaks. It's kind of like WikiLeaks, you know. He, like, leaks information <laughs> that he shouldn't be leaking um, about the government or about big corporations and banks and people. And yeah. so he's not well-liked. And uh, and so, you know, his wife said there's a lot of people who are after him. And I guess this recent case, he wouldn't reveal his sources, so people have been following him everywhere. Um, and so automatically we think, okay, the, the government, government, the government's doing this, but then we, so they look more into it. And I guess the bomb was already in what we thought was already in his car. So they looked to where it was parked. But for me, I don't know what you guys thought about this, but something had tr- something triggered about the sunshine, the, his whole attitude, his whole demeanor said, He's going to come back. That's going to come back. Sean's going to eventually come back. And I wasn't I wasn't quite sure if he did it, but I knew that he would be tied into it because you felt a bitterness to him. Yeah. But I couldn't tell if he was bitter at his father or bitter at the cops and the FBI for not leaving his dad alone. But I thought he was more bitter at his father because his father was having an affair with his, with his, but we, his he mother. But we didn't know yeah, that. We, yeah, we didn't know that. But for me, I'm just saying that there just seemed there was like something about him. There was something about him. He just felt overly bitter about that. And then once they were, once they realized that that he did have something to do with it because he was friends with Omar, he um, there was something that Castellan Beckett had asked him, in which he completely shut down. Which is why they figured it was yeah. him. 
Which they found out, yeah, later yeah. in the show. But mm-hmm. so we talked to them, and yeah, his son's bitter and angry and mad at the cops, so we think. Mm-hmm. And his wife is kind of sad and saying that his work kind of did this to them mm-hmm. and that she never really even sees him or gets to talk to him about it. And so that leads us to this woman named Monica Lane who works for a fracking company. So for yeah. anybody who doesn't know, fracking is kind of a new way of getting oil and um, fuel. And there's all there's a lot of controversy with it. So apparently he was going to leak something about the company. Yeah. So Monica's job was to, you know, get close to him. And apparently they became... Too close. Too close for <laughs> comfort. And they were having yeah. an affair. But at first it seemed as though she had planted the bomb in his car. But she did not. And she's the one who then says the wife threatened to kill him when she found out about, you yep. know, the affair. The affair. But yeah. not for a second did I think she did it. I didn't nah, either. Not Monica. It was just kind of like too random where it's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, we saw this lady like leaving the apartment complex on a motorcycle. And it was just like, that's it. And then also just following the pattern of Castle, there's always... It's too soon. <laughs> it's, it's way too soon. <laughs> way too soon. <laughs> we were like in 15 minutes, we had, had yeah. already got to Monica Lane. So we knew it wasn't her just because of the structure of the show. You know, there needed to at least be two or three more people mm-hmm. to uh, investigate. That, they, that they investigate. But there was also that guy that was at the crime scene. And I said, I wonder who that guy is. Mm-hmm. And I think Beckett may have asked, like, who's that? Yeah. Um, and then so then he comes back. And mm-hmm. so that's when you figure he's a great, per- a good, an important person to the story because Monica points him to the wife. It's not the wife. And then they find out a missile drone dropped this into his car mm-hmm. yeah. because of CSU. And so that's when we're led to the the military base where we see the guy again. And the military base doesn't tell us anything. They just want to steal information. Basically. Yeah, that was that was pretty slick, though. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. I just I, it's, it's kind of typical, though. I mean, like, I had a lot of friends in the military. They, they don't tell you anything what happens within the military. It's just kind of like a whole separate entity from your life. And no matter what, it's like you can ask 100 questions and they will never tell you anything. Right. I like, I like how Castle kind of, like, Beckett was one way. She was like, she didn't really give a damn. She wanted some answers. And yeah. then she played she played tough girl. And then Castle kind of played in in a different way. Yeah. And I liked I like the dynamics of those two where it's like, okay, he knew that Beckett was going to be how she was. And so Castle was trying to go a different way and just kind of let her do her thing and, and be respectful for what she's doing. And yeah. so it was like, you know, I guess maybe Castle figure between his way and her way, one way will work. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't. Yeah. But, yeah. It didn't. but I loved that. Oh, that's classified information. And <laughs> he kept saying, oh, wait, wait, wait. No, that's you classified information. Yeah. <laughs> You're not yeah. going to tell me because it's classified. Yeah. Um, but we saw that guy. And I think that's the purpose of that whole scene, you know, yeah. because otherwise it wouldn't have made sense. Yeah. So we see that guy again. And then he shows up um, in the park in the when they're park. coming after Om- Omar. Omar. And so I'm thinking he might be the killer. I mean, why else is he involved? And I think he's with the government, you know. And so he's following them, seeing what they're doing. Um but he's not. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think. Yeah, he I, didn't, I didn't think he was a killer at all. Okay, he was I didn't just, think he was a killer, but I thought he was involved. He was. When yeah. I, because <laughs> at, at that point, I was thinking it was the military who did it. Mm-hmm. And so, and so we're back at in Castle, and Castle was going off on these tangents about how it was going to be like a military cons- <laughs> thing where they're taking over and you know, yeah, covering it up. And so, I don't know. I don't know if any of you at home thought about that because I honestly that most of the episode thought that it was a military conspiracy kind of thing, a government thing. But if you thought so as well, you can tell us on iTunes. You can go there, download our podcast. You can rate, tell us how we're doing, comment, 
tell a friend if they like Castle. It is coming to a close, but they can watch all of our podcasts and, you know, follow along as the season progresses because we are closing in on the finale. So please let us know what you want to see more of. And don't forget to check out our – you can follow us on your iPad, your iPhone, your Android. So we're streaming now, so you can take us on the go with you. Team so, Android. Yeah. Team iPhone. All right. <laughs> Continuing. Yes. So, so we're, we bring this guy in, and then we find out he works for the attorney general, and his name is his real name, Jared, Jared Stack. And he's a special investigator for the attorney general. And I loved how Castle was like, "I've never heard of that before." He's like, "You're not supposed to hear about <laughs> it. Obviously, I'm a special investigator. If you knew about me, yeah, I wouldn't be very special, right?" So, um, you figure. He's kind of secretive, and he probably does a lot of cover-up kind of stuff, is what it sounds like. But so he, this is where I was a little confused. So Beckett makes a deal, right, with the attorney general that he will let Stack out of custody if he gives them information. But but then why were we keeping the information to the FBI, but the attorney general will now let us have it? I know they're two different things, but. I thought that was Entirely weird, too. And not only that, when you get a call from the boss, <laughs> there is no, there isn't any negotiation. Yeah. I will release him. Thank you. <laughs> I will release him under one condition that he gives me some information. It never happens like that. Like no, ma- no, 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 no. Well, in Kate Beckett's world, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Because- and that's why eventually she gets a job offer. I mean, I think... You know, that's that was part of this episode was that they were trying to show Kate's skills and mm-hmm. her detective work. And, you know, she doesn't care she's talking to the attorney general because what she cares about is this homicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she's not going to let this guy go unless she has, you know, motive to do it. Why would she let him go if she's not getting anything in return? But at the same time, in the real world, that would never happen. In the, we don't know that. Yeah. We're not detectives in New York City. Like you said, when the big boss call, it's like everything shuts down. It depends on your personality, though. I think there are you. Everybody knows that person mm-hmm. who you're always like, stop, don't, 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 mm-hmm. like, you know, <laughs> or your sibling who kept talking back to your parents, like, just stop doing that. Like, I feel like yeah. that's what Kate's doing. You know, she's yeah. saying, you know, you're telling me what to do. Now I want something. It's it's typical for a character. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But so we get some information out of him. Yeah. And I don't know. He didn't give anything like no, but, spectacular. But he, no, he didn't. But then he, but then uh, Beckett wanted to the two of them to work together, and he was like, no. Yeah, he's like, a yeah. Big, but I, at the same time, he he kind of played them in a way because the fact that he was actually looking for somebody. He was looking for. He told them that their yeah, the guy's name. Sim, yeah. yeah, Simon Wahlberg. He was actually looking for that guy because he felt as if he had something to do with the whole. The drone bombing and everything. Well, so, he did. I mean, he did have a piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, allegedly. He did. No, he did because he created the... I mean, he created the program. Yeah, they, I mean, which they thought he killed him, but at the same time, it's just basically to bring him out of hiding to have Becca to do the police work that mm-hmm. she that she's capable of because the precinct is great doing like finding people and actually finding murderers and killers and so she did her job that she normally does she goes she goes after people and she finds people right and so he i think he just kind of played her in a sense just to find the guy well he says that like when they do find warburg and um he's like yeah we have the fbi there now picking him up you know so she uh, she was used yeah. but at the same time it led her to find out 
we'll take the next steps to finding out who the person was. And yeah. I don't think that Stack saw that happening. I think Stack saw that, yeah, this guy created this program. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he thought that Stack would be the key to finding out who, you know, used the program. Right. Yeah, because when she actually came back and saw him and when he said, like, hey, the FBI is on the way to pick him up now. And she told him, like, he's not the killer. Is basically like is Tanner assistant who's the killer, which is Omar, because Wahlberg actually designed the program that he gave to Tanner because he wanted him to release it yeah. on his site, um, and then there was a copy made. Yeah, you know, and so we we assume it's Omar, and I said from the beginning I thought it was Omar, and I don't know why. <laughs> it just seemed like he was the unlikely person. So yeah. usually that person is the murderer, the assistant. Yeah, and so. Um, but I liked the whole Warburg thing. I think that's another thing that's going to play in next week. I mean, this is kind of a prediction thing. But the way Castle helped her break it down, you know, the OCD, those books, those are from a specific shop, shop. you know. Yeah. And those seven books, he's recreating his bookshelf. Um, you know, they worked together on that. And that's something that I think is important to the show, obviously. <laughs> and will play a huge part in her decision for next week because – Castle's a huge reason she solves these murders a lot of times. Yeah. He thinks outside the box, yes, it's kooky, crazy, whatever, but he does. Right, and although he may give only minimal information, the piece of information that he it's gives like the key. is it's the like key. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, helps solve the case. Yeah. We, we kind of skipped over it, you, you mentioned it at the beginning, but I did really, really enjoy that part where she like scared him with the attack of the drones in yeah. his bedroom. Oh, yeah. I thought mm-hmm. that was cute. It was funny. They're laughing. It shows that she's got a little humor in her. You know, mm-hmm. she might not agree with the way Castle thinks, but she's yeah. gonna she's gonna toy with him a little bit. Yeah, that is cool because she's having to accept that Castle is Castle. Is Castle and he does what you what women would consider little boy things like play yeah. video games. And fly helicopters. And fly <laughs> helicopters. And so she doesn't particularly care for that, but she's starting to uh, she's starting to uh, to adjust to that. Yeah, she's you know when you love somebody or you're in a relationship, you accept the things you don't really like, or you learn to like them, or just learn yeah. to live with them, you know. And so he annoys the crap out of her with this stuff. So she's a she's gonna do it right back to him yeah. and scare the yeah. crap out of him in his bed, which was a very funny scene. And I like that that in this episode where I kept saying it, you know, it's really heavy. It's like a really intense episode. Yeah. They still had that lighthearted mm-hmm. feel to it. And then in jumped Ryan, you know, calling. But um I liked that about it. I thought yeah. it was nice. And then sorry, fly. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then so Let's go just into the obviously the murder. The murder so. is um, was the son. The son. So Omar didn't do it, but somebody else had access to it. It's the son, and then it all comes together. You know, he mm-hmm. was angry. He was mad at his dad. His dad cheated. His dad was never around. But is that a reason to kill your father? You know what? I think the difference is, though, his dad ruined his life. I mean, it's not just like his dad's a bad guy or his dad's not around. He doesn't have friends. He doesn't have a, a stable home because he has to bounce around to stay protected. He, you know, what does he have? I actually, Paige, I, I totally agree with you. I really felt sorry for him mm-hmm. because it's one thing when we've seen murders in the in the past where because of something really silly like, oh, you know, I was promised this or, or you know, she did this or he did this. But, like, he's a, he's, although he's a young adult, like, I felt I felt bad for what he had to go through. You know, mm-hmm. not only not only are you not at home, you're not with your family. Then you go and cheat on 
on your on your mom with some chick that you just met at the job who is supposed to you supposed to do business with. And it's like if, if you're the husband and you're away from your family all the time and then because you're working and then you go and cheat. I just I totally felt bad for the little I felt kid. bad for him, Man. too. And the thing is, the woman he cheated with was playing him. That too. You know what I mean? That happens a lot of times. I know, but he, it happens a lot, but it shouldn't. You know, that woman, she was, she was mad, the wife, she was mad, you know. He leaves me here, he puts my life in danger, he puts our son's life in danger, but I stick by him. We don't have any money. And then you cheat him? I mean, it's yeah. just, she's selfless but, and he's selfish. But he cheated with the beautiful, another beautiful woman. <laughs> but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on the other I'm not, side. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it's actually a great thing that he cheated and everything because like a lot of time when people cheat, it, kind, it do kind of takes the family into like a turmoil, downward spin. And, and I can understand why the son kind of Sean kind of felt the way he felt because it's really like real tragic to look at someone that you look up to mm-hmm. really kind of like destroy your life in, in a certain factor. And not only that, but boys do not like to see their, their mommies yeah. hurt. No, boys don't like to see any of, like, I know my brother, <laughs> like, if I cried over a boy, he would get so mad mm-hmm. that yeah. that boy made me cry. Because he's like, that's my sister. You yeah. don't make her cry. Yeah. And so I think especially the mommy factor, though. Definitely the mommy factor. Boys love their moms. And, you know, there's daddy's girls and then there's mommy's boys. I yeah. mean, he, and you could see Sean said my mom was the glue to this family. And he broke her heart. And I think that's devastating for any kid. And it's just like, you know, when we see in a movie an ex-husband killing somebody because their wife cheated. It's the same feeling. You know, he's just hurt by what this person did. I don't think he should have killed him. Yeah, right. I don't think he should have attacked with a drone. Yeah, that was that, that was that was a bit much. That was a very extreme. I'm, yeah, I'm saying I under I I felt his pain, but, but you don't I didn't kill people. I didn't feel it enough for you to go and kill daddy like that. So no, now, yeah, and no. you know he's gonna deal with that guilt for the rest of his life yeah. when he realizes he killed his father. And not only that, but now the mom she doesn't have, have her husband, son. and now she doesn't have her son. That I was kind of hoping. I know they said he's in college, but I was kind of hoping he was a little younger, mm-hmm. so maybe he wouldn't be treated as an adult. But not only did he kill his dad he took over like a military drone yeah he's he's done he's, he's, he's toast. Done. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's toast. see he's that's fried. the thing that's sad because we always have the you know we convict them and then it's like what happened to that person <laughs> you know because we feel for a lot of the murderers it's it's strange that we say that but we do kind of feel yeah. for them because a lot of them you're like i get it but you can't kill people yeah i mean so. yeah. i guess in a sense it's really kind of like everyday life that activity that people has or have or have or thinking about doing. So you kind of think about, like, man, it's kind of a bad situation, but, you know, what really happened to this person or that person? Because I I felt sorry for the reason why they did it. Yeah, why they went to jail, but... Well, speaking of what's going to happen to persons, let's go into the offer. Yeah. And so Stack, he had been observing uh, Beckett the yeah. entire episode and he was really when she was uh, questioning um, when she was questioning Omar she noticed he noticed how just how organized she was how she was very silent and how she had the pen he was really studying her so we obviously were yeah I pretty much we all agreed and thought that he mm-hmm. would make the offer at the end of the episode so we, we, we pretty much figured that and so he was really studying her and so then Right before Castle and Beckett are getting ready to go out because the night is over, he pulls her into the office and he basically offers her the job of her life. And it's basically to be his partner and yeah. do what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I think, you know, she was saying, I haven't thought five years down the road. And I, d I honestly don't think she did because yeah. her whole career was focused on avenging her mother. And this is the first season where we've really seen her take a step outside of that um, in a while. And so I don't think she considered where she would be in five years, you know? I guess, I guess everything's still kind of like fresh because she actually having a point in her career where she's feeling great about her career. and yeah, the she's doing great. And mm -hmm. the relationship with Castle and, you know, with Ryan Esposito, everything just seemed great and content right now. And which a lot of times kind of hard to think about five years from now. Mm -hmm. Like, what, what, what would I be doing five years from now? And he asked her, what do you think you're going to be like? Captain, lieutenant, you know, what do you want to do? And she has no answer for it. Yeah, do you want to, five years from now, do you want to be at this precinct, you know, questioning, you know, these scum buckets or whatever the word he, the term that he used, yeah. you know, investigating people? But also, she's never been asked that question she's never mm -hmm. been she's never been asked what is your your goals her goals have always been to be a cop and her she serves a purpose for what she does you know doing the investigation but no one has really asked her what are your goals i mean she and castle they've never really talked about their future they never even talked about marriage yeah so they just said i love you last yeah. episode and it was because there was a bomb i mean <laughs> i i don't know i think um my thoughts on this is obviously for the sake of the show, I don't think she's going to accept the offer. Like I said last week, I think she'll probably go and check it out. But I didn't like in the preview how, how Castle said, if you take it, our relationship's over. I don't think a relationship should be that easily broken. I think it's more of like it's over because... You have a new assignment. I won't be able to see you or spend that time with you. Castle is a millionaire. He can travel to D.C. from New York. It's not very far. But it well, might see, be the assignment except of the job where it's like everything's kind of secret, secret, secret. And yeah. he might not see her for an extended period of time. Yeah, that, I, that I, Larissa, I did wonder if she takes a job, will she have to go into seclusion? Will she have to change her name? Will she have to cut everyone off? Because this, uh, this stack person, he seemed very... Like he had no one, he that like this was his life. Yeah, right. But that's what the job is. I mean, mm -hmm. even being a cop is her life. Mm -hmm. You know, or being a detective is her life. But I think we'll find out more about that mm -hmm. next week. And maybe if that's the case, maybe that's why Castle said it. But if he's just saying it solely because he doesn't want her to take the job, I think that's very selfish. I think it's selfish. It's very selfish. I think that she should take the job because she should. I, I think it. I think she I think she should take the job because I think it would be a good career opportunity for her but realistically for the show I don't think she's going to take it or maybe with we've already gone into five seasons of the structure of Castle will we go into a different change will Castle now go into a different um, like outside the of, precinct, yeah, outside of the precinct, just to kind of you know to give the show some new some new flavor and some new energy. Maybe I, I think if she does take the job and Castle and Becca do, do break up, that Castle basically will find someone else, and probably like six months later, Becca would come back. I don't he was he would still be in the precinct. Well, because the thing is, what they can do mm -hmm. for Castle is, you know, she can leave and take this job over our summer hiatus. And when we return for fall, it's what, maybe she's coming back. Maybe it didn't work out. You're you right. know, that can happen. I mean, time surpasses, like, it it lapses while we're not watching. I still think it's going to break the relationship if she mm -hmm. takes the job. That's an excellent, okay, My this is my prediction. I think she's going to take the job. Mm -hmm. is going to break up with her and the season finale is going to be this big old dramatic thing because you know they broke up and she's gone and then by the time season 6 comes back then 
she'll come back and then the two of them will kind of have to we'll start, see like where that yeah, goes they have to kind of start back over here's my other thing though why i don't think she'll like the job is because it seems like they go off the books, you know? They don't do things by protocol. They mm -hmm. just do what they want, go yeah. where they want, act how they want. And she's very much about, you know, we even saw this episode. I don't have, you know, a warrant to go on this private property. And unless Castle was there, she wouldn't have done it. She wouldn't, yeah, you're right. And so I think in this position, they kind of just do what they want. Yeah. And I don't know if she's like that. I think she really believes in the rights of the people. She's more of a people person than a a government person, because even like the big, big brother thing that um, Detective Ryan was saying, you know, the face recognition, he's like, it's like big brother. Yeah. And that's what the attorney general has them doing. She's basically going to be, you know. I thought the face recognition, I thought that de that technology, that device. Creeps me out. I thought it was cool. It's cool. Mm. All this stuff is cool. <laughs> I mean, the drones are cool. All this high technology. It's, it's cool. But then you do think, like Warburg was saying, you know. First, they're just doing it. He wrote surveillance. Surveillance, fine. Yeah. You know, then they're doing something else. He said, and then there's armed ones, and then people die, mm -hmm. like Tanner died. Yeah. You know, and so you think of yeah, there's surveillance, but then they can follow your every move. Yeah, you know, it's just it's weird. Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with both of y'all about what's going to happen with um, Beckett overall, but at the same time, I just think that the job it's going to isolate her so much that she's really going to be. Depress, and she's gonna come back in a second in the sixth season. Yeah, because her friends are at that precinct. Her yeah. family's in New York. I mean, everything's there. And I think it's really gonna drive like a a wedge between her and Castle for season six. Uh, well, we shall see. Before we get out of here, let's tell everyone where you could be reached on social media. Yes, you can find me, Paige Sullivan, on Twitter and Instagram at Paige Sull, and you can find me at my website, PerfectPage.com. And you can find me at La at Larisha Mar on Twitter and Instagram, True Peoples, and also check out TruePeoplesMedia.com. And you can find me at Bam Erickson on Twitter and Instagram. Well, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Castle Season Five, Episode Twenty Three, titled "The Human Factor" here on Afterbuzz TV. Next week will be the season finale. We look forward to it, and we want to thank you guys for watching. See you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. After Buzz TV. After Buzz TV.